Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. Moms, dads, guardians, please check out the podcast description. You're going to find helpful links to my guest, Gail Swift. And I want you to go check her out. You won't be disappointed. She is an awesome, awesome lady. You're also going to find a link for Live to Lead. Parents, if you don't have leadership within you, it's kind of hard to pour that into your child. This is an excellent opportunity for you to attend a leadership development seminar that's online. You can watch it over and over again for three days running. And you're going to have immediate access to bonus material that will help you with your personal growth and add value to who you are. Again, my guest today is Gail Swift. Gail is a proven professional who can guide you to address how your child solves problems, the questions to motivate them, and their ideal career. If this is something that you're interested in, you have come to the right place. So without further ado... Here's Gail Swift. So let me let me segue and ask you about this. Uh, I look at parents as the chief role model in the household, the chief teacher, the chief mentor. Uh, how can you help parents in these roles when you come into a household? What do you look for and how can you help them? Because one of the things I noted about you is leadership. You have a love of leadership. You you like to see leadership in the household. And again, that begins with the parents. So how can parents begin that leadership journey with their children, with their teens as chief role model, chief mentor? There's a word that comes to mind, Stan, and it is it's humility. It's humility. <laughs> I about to preach a sermon. Y'all need to listen to her. Go ahead, Gail. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to preach a sermon. But I, I honestly, it feels like, <laughs> it feels like I've apologized more than I've gotten it right. It feels like me being honest and straightforward about my mistakes, and especially with obviously having Jesus at the helm of our life. And him being in control, I've not done it 100% all the time. That's why he's there every single day. Mm. But for for us, and I have not been through this before. I mean, some of the things I've experienced, and I'm like, guys, I've never been through this before. I don't know what I'm doing either. Like, we're here, we're in this, <laughs> I just, it's not like profound. I mean, this isn't a profound word. I Honestly, it's, it's, I, I've said, I'm sorry. And I'm walking through this with you and I would rather them mess up with me so I can guide them through it, not take them out of it. I don't, I will not take you out of prison. If you find yourself there, I've said that they know that, but I will walk with you in it. <laughs> so I want all that the mistakes. Beautiful. I want all the mistakes to happen under my roof so I can walk with them and they can have a sounding board, but I am not anxious to take the pain away because the lessons are in the pain. Um, mom and dads, parents and guardians, listen to what she says. Uh, 
There's so many parents who feel that they have to be perfect in everything they do. They can't make mistakes. And what you have here is a very courageous, a mom who's very courageous, who is vulnerable enough to go to her kids and say, you know what, mama didn't get it right this time. All right. But here's what I learned from that. And here's how I'm going to proceed with it from this point on. You're teaching your children how to handle disappointments and how to overcome their shortcomings. Because as a girl, you said, we all have shortcomings. If we didn't have shortcomings, we would need Jesus Christ as our right. Lord and Savior. Amen. But amen. Because amen. We have shortcomings. You know, I, I tell my daughter, I say, you know, it's not a matter of if I'm going to irritate you or upset you. It's just a matter of when. Right. Because your daddy <laughs> is not perfect. Right. There, there's going to be come times when I'm not going to have a clue. <laughs> I'll just have to come and tell you, okay, uh, daddy, daddy didn't get it. You know, daddy is learning things is coming along. Like when I first got married, one of the things I learned from a mentor is when your wife comes and talks to you, you need to be in one or two modes. Okay. You need to find out which mode you need to be in. Problem solving or listening. We men folk, we are, we are serious problem solvers, but that's not always what our wives need. And dads, that's not always what a daughter needs and sometimes I get into the fix it mode and I get myself in trouble with my daughter who's not looking for me to fix it and I got to remember okay with my wife I automatically kick into that mode but sometimes yeah I don't kick into that mode with my daughter and there I make mistakes in how I communicate with her and how I'm looking at things with her and I have to come back and go okay sweetheart all right Daddy goofed up there. I was trying to fix it. I'm in listening mode. And help me help you. Uh, Daddy, I, I need to tell you something. Just go in listening mode. Right. Just go in listening mode. Okay. Right. And I'll just flip a switch <laughs> and do that. But all I'll say is that I'm not perfect. Right. Right. Oh, Gail, you don't know how many moms and dads I hear from who who just have that problem of perfection. Uh, they feel like they got to be like the person next door, but the grass is not always greener in somebody else's yard, is it? No, I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> I am. I am. And my kids know it. They call me on it and I get a kick out of it. It's a respectful call out, but it's still it's funny nonetheless. Yeah. I love it. Respectful call out. Do it respect. <laughs> we call out. And mom and dad, you need to give your children that type of freedom. Yeah. Yes. To be vulnerable. When you're vulnerable with them, you are giving them freedom to be vulnerable themselves, to admit their mistakes and their, their shortcomings. And uh, this is going to help your child become self-led. Uh, what other problems do you encounter when you when you talk to your clients about their families? Motivation. 
Mm. I would say motivation is a big one. And if I'm working with a teenager, I'm not going to take care of 15 years of parenting in three months. Like that's just, it's a tall order, but motivation, motivation happens. I mean, when you're young, obviously you get bright eyed and you get big about, oh my gosh, I want to play with that truck or I'm going to drive that thing fast or whatever you're going to do. You get excited. And it is, for me, it, it was super important to pay attention to what my kids' eyes, what they were big eyes about, like, oh, what they got super excited about when they thought no time was passing. So I brought my son, I felt like I was bankrupt buying Legos. Like I didn't have enough money to buy the Legos that he needed to, to fuel his brain. I mean, I honestly, I could have spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, if not thousands on Legos. And I brought him into a, what I called a chop shop, some Boeing engineering grads built this place where you could tinker with electronics. And I begged the owner. I said, my son is seven. Will you please, please, please help him? Like, can you give him a printer, give him a printer and he'll take it apart. And so he did, his name was Chris and he gave Noah a printer and he gave him a printer and he took a screwdriver and he, this was like three 30 in the afternoon after school, he took a screwdriver and it was Stan, it was six o'clock. And I said, Noah, how long do you think we've been here? And he said, probably 20 minutes. <laughs> Is that not a perfect indication of that child in his lane, his lane or her lane? So if he's taking apart a computer and no time has passed, he's building PCs today. Wow. I mean, that's right. That's a pretty, it's a good transition and he's into cybersecurity and building PCs and software. And so it's not a far reach. And so what I believed and found to be true is when you fuel their motivation, when they're young, they will do what they have to do better. When you fuel their love and they know they have something to look forward to after school or on the weekends, they will do what they need to do better. So my other son's a welder and the same thing goes with him. When he welds or when he plays hockey, he will be a better student, a better son. Like he is in his lane. He's fueling his gifts. And keep your eyes open is the point. Keep your eyes, keep the kid's eyes bright. And the motivation will continue with the right questions. But if yeah, you're, the, uh, yeah. you, you found what, what the uh, teenager was for. Right. What, what are you for? And that's such an awesome story that what you got found out what they were for you you found out the lay that they wanted to be in that time just you know they they thought that a few hours was only 20 minutes but they had found their joy they had yes. found their why i try to talk to some of my parents and say you know what you need to know your why and that's one of the things i do with my parents is Hey, you, you got to create a why statement. Why is your family important to you? Why is your child important to you? But in this instance, you found out that teenager's why. You found out what they were for. And then you were able to, well, at that point, they were self-motivated, were they not? They were. They were. And it's interesting you bring up the why. I wonder if this is the same thing. So I asked my parents 
like what are, th- what are your top three dreams or visions you have for your kids? And so I have them write down like they, like ours was respect, integrity, and um, contributor. Uh, so those are our three things. So I, that may be the kind of the same thing as a why, but when you know your three overarching things, then you compare it with everything on the ground. And if matching socks don't line up with a contributor or a respectful person, then you don't need to concern yourself with matching socks. If that child is better off carrying a spare umbrella to give to someone in the rain to build character or focus on getting straight A's, like which one is going to build character? Is that the same as the why for you? Yes. I mean, they, they know what their why is. They they can put those things up there and say, okay, this is the driving factors right. of what I do and who I am and what my, where it be family, my child, what they mean to me. Mm-hmm. And then you're viewing things through that, that filter. And if they don't line up, then you, you don't waste time in that area. You work in areas, if I understand you correctly, of where things do line up. Right. And I love how that beautifully fits in with where you first started today about speaking into your child's life, the things that they need to hear. You have been so consistent throughout this whole interview in hitting those points. And mom and dads, I I hope that y'all are hearing this that when you deal with your child, it's not all about you. It's about that child. And you got to speak to that boy. You got to speak to that girl. You got to speak to that teenager in a way that they're going to understand. You got to do like what uh, Sister Gail here says. You you got to find the leg that they need to be in, not that you want them in. You may want them to be a doctor, but in this instance, hey, this is a person who loved PCs. And then you had another son who got into a lane that loved welding. And both of them love what they do. And as a result of that, they're self-led. Moms, dads, guardians, if you thought this segment was good, you need to be back for the last six to seven minutes of my interview with Gail Swift. You know, I have a good friend, his name is T.C. Bradley, and as he says, this lady brought the thunder, and she has more to share with you. I highly, highly advise you to be back for part three of my interview with Gail Swift. Check out the links I have in the podcast description to her website, her services. Again, go check her out you'll find that she is the real deal. So until next we meet, I challenge you, challenge you to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless. <laughs>